The Protectors of the Wood podcast. Everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode 7, A Tea Party by the Stream. Phoebe and Abby get to know each other. Phoebe saw Abby next to the enormous old maple tree, waving to her. Abby hurried down the slope at the side of the abandoned house and led Phoebe to a cozy little bit of meadow, open to the sun between the trees along the stream. A frying pan, a fork, and a cup lay on top of a small table with a stool nearby. A thin wisp of smoke rose from a tiny fire pit in a circle of stones. A hammock strung between two trees completed the homey scene. The stream gently played a kind of music. The crows, perched high in the birch trees, were silently watching. Doves cooed, and the leaves trembled in the breeze. Go ahead and take the stool. It's usually just me, so we're short on chairs. I've made you some tea. I've had mine already. She handed Phoebe a cup so large it looked like a bowl with a handle, and then sat close by on the grass. Abby didn't speak. Phoebe sipped her hot tea, wondering what to say. Thank you for inviting me. I can't tell you how glad I am to be here. When you arrived on the bridge, I was feeling lost. I've had a feeling since high school that we would meet again. I always wished we could have talked more, but I guess our lives were on different tracks. Abby smiled. I'm not good at making friends, and you are always busy after school. The bell would ring and you'd be gone. Things sure are different now. I have no idea what to do with my life. I'm seeing the other side of the coin. You've been back for just one day? Not even 24 hours. And so many things have happened. You don't seem too happy about it. I've come home to a perfect storm of problems. And last night, I had the strangest dream. Can you tell me? It's so strange, you might not believe it. A man covered in leaves, or maybe the man was made of leaves, like a walking tree. I could only see his head and a green hand. Anyways, he came to my window in the thunderstorm and told me everything is at stake. Did he... is... is that all he said? Was there more? 
He had this soft but intense voice and kind, sad eyes. He seemed to care about me and talked like this. Every small thing counts. Your time is coming. You must remember what I say. I was terrified, but now I think he was trying to help me. And then in church, Reverend Tuck said almost the same thing. I keep feeling like I'm supposed to do something. Phoebe felt Abby's bold, dark eyes seeing into her, and she looked away. I usually don't share my troubles. Phoebe, it's okay. I've got my own long list I almost never share. But maybe we can both take a risk. There's a lot to learn, and it's more serious than you know. Much more serious. Your green man and Reverend Tuck, they're not troubles. They're trying to help us. And maybe we are supposed to do things, even if they're small. Phoebe's heart jumped in excitement. I've had a feeling, really a hope, that there's something important here. Something for me to do. I'll take a risk for you, if you'll keep it a secret. You can visit me if you're very careful and come alone. What problem am I watching out for? Will I be followed? Yes, there are people trying to find me. Why? You'll learn soon enough. Phoebe was beginning to put the puzzle together and a picture was forming. All things reach out for the sunlight The hand of life everywhere When through the trees whisper through the leaves Ways of peace fill the air This tea It's like chocolate with mint. My family used to have it as a special treat years ago. Breakfast mixture, my parents called it. An old woman named Wendy used to bring it for meetings in the toy store at night. Our family would drink the leftovers for breakfast. Wendy lived at the garden center and Allison used to help her with the herbs. They cured my bronchitis over and over, but then Wendy must have moved away. She came only rarely, and then not at all. The tea disappeared, but I'm sure this is the breakfast mixture. Nothing else like it. Phoebe looked up at Abby's eyes, sure in her heart that Abby was connected to Wendy in some way. But Abby rose and took the frying pan from its place on a stone in the fire pit. Here, try these. You're probably hungry. Maybe you never saw fried finger beans before. 
Phoebe began eating them one after another and then examined one closely. It looked like an oversized string bean, maybe four or five inches long and filled with large chewy beans like cashew nuts. These are delicious. And the funny thing is, I remember them from childhood too. Chi-Chi used to bring them. Abby's face was blank, but Phoebe did not give up. Can I try the handbook? Of course. Phoebe lay down, pushing off the ground with one foot and swayed back and forth. This is awesome. Do you sleep here? Nah, the mosquitoes get too bad. I sleep inside. Can I see? Have you fixed it up? Oh, you don't want to go in there. It's nothing to see. Why not? I bet I'd like it. Abby shrugged her off, making clear that this subject was off limits. Phoebe was afraid her curiosity had offended Abby, and all conversation ceased. She returned to the stool, feeling that she'd overstayed her welcome. I'm... I'm sorry if I'm asking too many questions. Abby rose up on one knee and slid closer. Maybe we can help each other, if you're careful enough. Give me a try. You'll see. I have an idea. Maybe it's the best way. I'll show you something. Abby rose and quickly dismantled her little outdoor room. She stowed the table and stool under thick raspberry bushes and untied the hammock and pushed it under the table. She covered the fire, the few remaining coals, with a wide flat rock and banked dirt around the edges. Then she washed the pan and the cup and the fork in a tiny pool in the stream and brought these last items to the little cave under the bushes. Okay, two things to start with. Never take the path I'll show you or anything near it unless you're with me. It's not even a real path. I make sure of that. I take different ways to get to the same place just to avoid making a path. And second, never mention where we're going to anyone. Can you promise these things? Yes. I, I wish I understood more, but yes, I promise. You won't learn everything all at once. You just have to accept that. Now follow me. Abby set off across the stream and then turned left through the pine trees on rising ground. Come follow me It's alright you see There's nothing for you to fear Come on over here You can see me through your tears I'll listen to you 
listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.